With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Work It Out. I'm Mego. I'm Caitlin. And this is your fitness podcast hosted by two comedians. One of us is a therapist. It's not me. And we don't know anything about fitness. Not <laughs> we're, <a> just, thing. <laughs> we're just here living our lives. Uh, I just ordered some resistance bands. <laughs> so, Ooh, Mego. Yeah. Resistance bands that you ordered. Yeah, I don't know anything about anything, but I, so Sarah Popolardo, who has a friend of the pod, <laughs> who's been on the podcast before, and whose partner was on last week, I guess, whenever this will go out, <laughs> um, uh, Allie, uh, yeah, so, and she's a trainer, and Sarah has a lot of back problems, I think she talked about that on our podcast, and I don't know if anyone else has been feeling this, but... For those of us who are blessed enough to be working from home and like not having to go out as much, my hips and my back are killing me. And then I also have like plantar fasciitis, which I talk about a lot. But yeah, and she gave me all these exercises to do with resistance bands and the ones that I had weren't really working out. So if you get the, they're really cheap. If you just get like these like round resistance bands, you can do these squats for your back and maybe I'll post it on Instagram so that people can, you know, get it. Um, but also if you just, if you just look on Instagram for like whatever ailment you have, like the hashtag, then you'll find a bunch of like, um, physical therapy accounts. And that's how another way that I found stuff, like Sarah sent me some exercises to do. Cause she's like, I don't know, I think she's a physical therapist and can cure me, <laughs> but, um, but like if yeah, if you don't have a friend who knows that stuff or if you can't afford physical therapy, like which let's be real, like I don't even think I don't know if insurance a lot of insurance covers that. And if you don't have insurance, then Well, yeah, like I I saw a physical therapist maybe six or seven times last year and I did it because I thought I had met my deductible. So I thought my insurance was going to fully cover it except for just like $10 or something, you know, like it, it, insurance is so complicated. So I called, I talked to them, like they said, yeah, you've met your deductible. Like, so now we cover like this percentage and I would call and I was like, okay, how much will this cost? And they were saying, oh yeah, it's a $10 copay, whatever, whatever. And then I ended up getting a $700 bill two months later and then another $300 bill. And I ended up paying thousand dollars for seven physical therapy appointments that were okay, but didn't really help that much in the long run. So now I'm, isn't that crazy? <laughs> and like, one time I, yeah, I was, one time I called my insurance because I had like a hundred dollar charge or something. And I was like, what is this? 
because I like I'm old, like I'm I don't know I've had like three surgeries like I'm with it I know what's up with my health insurance at this point point. and she was like oh good thing you called she was like normally people just see it and pay it and don't try and fight it and she basically was like the system is set up to fuck you over <laughs> like normally people wouldn't you know it's too hard to get to get an appeal or whatever people are just like whatever I'm just gonna pay the thousand dollars because I can't do it with this health insurance or they don't even know they have the option yeah Hundred percent. Oh my God. I know we had a whole list of things to talk about, but this is also, I think, really important. I think if you're someone who is underinsured, right? We currently are, honestly, and we were last year, Diego and myself. It is so complicated and so hard. I remember it took me hours to get through to someone on the phone to even explain, like, I didn't even really get what a deductible was. And after I explained, after it ha- I had it explained to me, after I was able to spend all of these hours working on it, then we started submitting our claims and like getting some money back. And it was really, really helpful. But I just remember thinking, oh, I'm only able to do this because I had a a very flexible job at the time where I had full days during the week where I would have huge chunks of time to devote to that. And when I was working a full time at a nonprofit, no way in hell, I would have also just been like, oh, I'll just pay a thousand dollars. Who cares? But I recently got another check back from my insurance company and they made a mistake and caught it themselves. But when I called and double checked on it, they were like, oh yeah, this very rarely happens. We never admit our own mistakes and give people their money back. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. It's like fighting to the nail. Yeah. I think the only reason that I knew what deductible was like, yeah, with a, if you work for like a larger company that has, you know, like an HR rep or whatever, then like, yeah, I feel like when I was 22, I had to be like, uh, what is this? And then the HR rep is like, here's what everything is. You 22 year old idiot. And then you like, and then you, you kind of get it, but it's not until you have your first, um, like your first, I don't know, thing that your health thing that you're like, uh, like, yeah, so I don't know if you don't have any health problems and like, yeah, that, you know, you were had your surgery and that's your first time kind of having that. It's like, oh, well, <laughs> like then you have to face it. But it's so, I mean, we all know health insurance in this company, health insurance in this company, health insurance in this country is so effing messy. Yeah. And it's like, it's so unfair that some insurances and some companies in their plans choose to cover preventative care such as fitness classes. So like a lot of companies will pay for that. And I think that's great and amazing. The the only reason that they do it is because there's research showing that if you are active, you're, you're less likely to get sick and you're more likely to live longer. So they don't have to pay you out on insurance. So the motive is evil, but it's, you know, it, it is to our benefit, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's such a messy, a messy thing. Yeah. And like you said, it's only certain insurances, you know? I'm pretty sure well, actually I won't say anything. I have a, a new plan because because of the pandemic we had to get a new insurance plan. But yeah, let's well this isn't this isn't the health insurance plan podcast. <laughs> by two people who know nothing about health insurance. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say I do know a little bit about health insurance. <laughs> I'm like, why am I not hosting a podcast about this? <laughs> 
honestly, Diego and I talk about this all the time. We are always like, why is why is this shit not taught in schools? How come no one teaches us how to navigate all of this real life shit that affects my life so much more than knowing, I don't know, Ben Franklin wanted a turkey as our national bird. Who cares? I've wasted thousands of dollars in my life not understanding my health insurance plans. (laughs) Yeah, it's so true. Also, like just in terms of fitness stuff as a kid, I was just thinking, why didn't they teach us this? I remember in seventh grade, we did Tai Bo one quarter of (laughs) Billy Banks, baby. Um, Shout out to Aunt Karen because my Aunt Karen's really was really into Tai Bo at one point. She had all the tapes but um and then got my mom into it but yeah I remember we did that and but like I wish it was always like oh why are we doing this I never understood why we did PE it was just oh you just do this and then it was always like uh well what year do I not have to do this thing anymore you know what I mean no one ever wanted to go but like if if they would have been like here's why this is good for you or like movement can make build endorphins you know I don't know like nothing in school is taught practically like that. And it really should be. Kids can understand application, right? Ah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like necessity. Yeah. My favorite teacher was my fourth and fifth grade teacher. And she was always so real with us, you know, like she would always sort of share like, oh, this is the reason behind things. And this is why we do this. And this is like why we do this. And she also taught us that Christopher Columbus was a murderer. So shout out to my fourth and fifth grade teacher, Yolanda, who's (laughs) (laughs) she's no longer with us, but she was really awesome. But yeah, oh man. Well, speaking of speaking of what this podcast is actually about, which is fitness And right now it's about fitness during this GD pandemic that we're still in. Fitness at home. I really, yeah, I'm really starting to miss, I'm starting to miss classes. And like, I mean, like I've been taking classes at home. Like I've actually been doing Rebecca's. I've been doing it almost every every Tuesday and Thursday, Rebecca Vigil's um, Tabata class. I love the way that she paces things. I don't feel overwhelmed. If, yeah, if you're someone who's like, uh, I can't handle this. I feel like a Tabata class or a HIIT class, even though it's one of the most intense kind of forms of exercise you can do because you only do it for 30 seconds. There's something about it that no matter the size that I've been, no matter the shape that I've been in, I've been able to plow through a class because I'm like, okay, I, anyone can, I can do it for 30 seconds. Do you do anything for 30 seconds? And then you just go move on to something else, move on to something else. So if you, if you are the type of person, I really, I do recommend this type of workout because it, it honestly has always been the thing that's gotten me back into working out because it seems doable. It's like, okay, well, even, like this high intensity interval training is a lot of like strengthening and all these good things, but even if you only get through half of the class, that's still worth it. And it's still only 30 seconds of movement every minute or so. I don't know why. Like, it's just something mental with me about the math breakdown about, (laughs) about why it works for me. But if you think like that, I definitely think you should try the class like that. No, definitely. Like I, I think it's so interesting to really like learn about, 
yourself through fitness, you know, and it's it, it, like, you sort of said it best. Like, I don't know why, or like, I don't exactly know like what this says about me, but like that I think is just like important to recognize. We all sort of have like our different types of fitness that like really, really speak to us. And I actually did today for the first time in like a long time, did sort of like a hit style workout because I tried running yesterday, another popular pandemic exercise, right? You, I've read all these articles, like so many people are getting into running now and like da, 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 da. And I had gone for like a few runs. And then I went yesterday in like the 90 degree heat with a mask that seemed comfortable and good at first. <laughs> and then- I'm, already hating this. I'm already really hating it. <laughs> it was like on the way back the side kept slipping and then I was like oh oh yeah I bought these masks because they're like extra filtering and so that means they're harder to breathe in so I couldn't breathe at <laughs> a panic attack I yelled fuck I yelled out fuck really loudly in the middle of the street, which I think normally in New York, everyone's like, sure, fine, whatever. Forget about it. <laughs> Forget about it. Fuck. That's the rule. You can cry and scream if you want in New York City. But there's something about the fact I do miss I miss that being here. Like if I yelled fuck in the middle of this quiet neighborhood, people would be like, oh, but like, yeah, New York is just like, all right, whatever, Charlie, bye. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> but I felt extra bad because I just think, I just think we're all a little on edge these days. <laughs> so someone yelling fuck really loudly in the middle. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm not. I'm not being kidnapped by the secret police. Like, everything's fine. Oh, God. Country's a oh. bad place, and I think it's it's making everything extra hard. So, yeah, so, so I tried running. It sucked. It blows. Um, it and, and then I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm not going to be doing running to get, like, my cardio in. Let me get back on my... Cassie Ho bullshit, do another Pilates intense interval training. So it's like HIT, but she just incorporates more Pilates-based movements into it. So I did that. And yeah, it's really true what you're saying. Like when I first started the workout this morning, I was like, I hate this. I hate mountain climbers. This sucks. This blows. But then it was like, okay, it's only, she does it for 45 seconds. So I was like, it's 45 seconds. I can do it. Just keep well, of course she does. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Uh, it makes me so sad. But for, for the record, this is a program that I like paid $40 for like three years ago. So I still have Ooh. access to it. So I'm like, I might as well use this and not. I'm not watching her newer YouTube videos, the ones where she's like lost all of the weight, because I find those really triggering and they make me really sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, is this is this Pop Pilates or Blogilates from before? Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, it's the it's the Pop Pilates Blogilates girl, lady, woman. Yeah. Those a woman. She's a grown woman. Right. Well, we took that class with Heather. Same thing. Did I enjoy it? Heather, I love you. But no, 
<laughs> like, I mean, yes, I enjoyed it because I was able to get through it. <laughs> like, that's why I enjoyed it. And because I could feel myself getting stronger. Like, those are the two things. But just knowing that you're gonna be able to get through it will make me do it. I've been having such a hard time moving recently. And like, you know, fucking pandemic, uh, Portland Maris getting tear gas. But like, covering from COVID. You were- yeah, and recovering from COVID, which I think, yes, one of the reasons I was having trouble moving is because of COVID, <laughs> having COVID. But I also, and like, I don't know, I think it's like part of this, like, yes, I was like bed bound for like two months, basically. And not moving has made me so weak that I have more aches and pains now than I like ever have. And I always have had some back stuff, lower back stuff. And I know that like that's an area that I need to work on. But it really is reframing exercise for me because I'm like, I don't want to be in pain all the time. And I don't know if it's like something about getting older or what it is, but I'm I'm way more likely to do a workout now knowing like, okay, yeah, I fucking hate squats, but it's going to like strengthen my butt and my hips. And that's what keeps my back not in pain. (laughs) So, um, and especially now when like, I don't know if you're working from home, if you're lucky enough to work from home, you're like sitting in weird positions a lot. Like I'm having to lay on my, I'm right now I'm laying on my bed on my stomach, which I do for a lot of zoom work meetings because my back hurts so bad. And yeah, it's like whatever it is about knowing that that will help that pain go away also makes me do it more than I think just like, I want to get thin, you know, like that, because that's so loaded and so like such a shitty way to think about fitness. Um, But like the utility aspect of it is really what gets me to do it. Or like, oh, I'm in a terrible mood, but I know after I you know, do this workout class with someone else that I'm going to like forget what I was in a bad mood about, you know, which literally happened when we did that workout with Allie. I was in the worst mood. I like, I was like, I'm, there's no fucking way I'm getting out of bed. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to do this workout. <laughs> like, I was so mad at like life. And then I, and then at the end I was like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> like, so yeah, I don't, I don't, you, yeah, you just got to find, you got to find your you. And I think you're bringing up such a great point. Yeah, we're, our bodies are dealing with a very weird and unique type of stress right now, right? It's the stress of constantly sitting and not moving that much. That's not good for our bodies. And there's also, our bodies are dealing with the constant stress of the pandemic you know, like something my therapist was talking to me about was just like, yeah, our, our bodies really store all of this stress. Like every day we wake up. And even if you're just reading like a few minutes of news, the news is always saying things that's really stressful to hear. You know, like the pandemic is raging in this country and the federal government is making some decisions about sending in federal police, which is really scary. And every time you hear that, your brain is going to release stress chemicals to your body and you just get stored up and it's just sort of constant, right? It's like, imagine, you know, that feeling when you're watching a horror movie and you're like really scared and like someone's about 
to like go down into the basement. And so like, you're feeling really tense. It feels like that all the time in this pandemic on like low key levels. Cause it's literally this unseen threat that's in the air. It's, it's like that M. Night Shyamalan movie where the trees were trying to kill us, right? Isn't that what that movie was? The trees were trying to kill us, so they released gas, like they released spores. Bird box? <laughs> it's like everyone in the world suddenly like killed themselves and like you learned later that the trees released things in the air. So like the, the, the visual. Box. <laughs> oh my gosh, I never saw it. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like our bodies are dealing with all of this stress. I, you know what? I think I am gonna. It. You should send me some of those uh, PT exercises, and I might look up some of that stuff on Instagram. Because yeah, I have some chronic pain issues that I tried to get dealt with, and I couldn't deal with them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing that's really hard about <laughs> this, and this is how I feel when I go to the doctor in general, where like even like the dentist, I don't know anything where they're like, you have to do this five minutes a day. You better do it. You better do it. Or it's not going to make an impact. And I'm like, yes, I will do it. Cut to like two days later. And I'm like, I'm not doing this <laughs> like out the window. But like, yeah, with PT, you gotta do it. So I don't know. I'm, I was thinking like maybe if I set a calendar reminder for myself to just like, cause it's not a matter of, I mean, for me personally, it's not a matter of like, no, it's a matter of, uh, I don't, I, I forget, you know, but yeah, it's like, you got to keep doing it, which is hard. But another thing that I think is so crazy when you look at these PT accounts, um, which I've been doing a lot of lately, clearly, cause I like know a lot about them. <laughs> when you look at like a lot of these videos, it's just how certain parts of your body that you would never think are connected to other parts of your body. I'm like, I was having Pain, like my pain in my foot is so bad. Like if you have plantar fasciitis, um, the pain in my foot is so bad, but I never would have thought that like my butt had anything to do with it. You know what I mean? Or like my hip. And it's like, oh, if you have any kind of sciatic pain, which is, I don't know, I'm not a fucking doctor, but like the, <laughs> you're from your hips and your back radiating down, it can impact you in so many places. And it's like, well, yeah, if you're tense in your shoulders and your neck, because you're always reading about the effing shitty government, then you're, yeah, you're working out. It's going to be harder because you feel so tense and like, and then you have pain in places and yeah, I don't know. It is such a crazy time, but it does make me feel better that at least we're all kind of going through it with each other. Like no one's really alone in this. It's like every, everybody's, pro everyone's experiencing this crazy trauma I feel like every conversation that I have is like, what are going to be the psychological effects of this on our people, you know, yeah. which like there's no way to know, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's especially if you're in an area, being in New York, like Caitlin's in New York right now and hasn't left this entire time. Being in that area, especially when things were first really bad in New York, and then I'm sure this is what it's like in other parts of the country where the pandemic is really hit right now. But it was like, at least for me, it just felt like you were in dystopian. There's ambulances 24-7. There's like, there's trucks with bodies down the, frozen bodies down the street because they can't store them in morgues. That is so traumatic. And like being in the middle of it 
it really makes you feel that. And then it, it really manifests in, I can't go outside. Oh my God, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. I, I can't do anything. Um, and that kind of like anxiety and that just kind of strikes you and then kind of paralyzes you. But conversely, I was saying this to Caitlin before we started, I'm in kind of, I mean, I'm like at living with my parents now at, in a beach town and I can walk for 15 minutes and not see a soul without a mask. So it's kind of like, I forget why I'm here and it's really easy to dissociate from that. And it's just kind of like, all right, okay, I'm going to get up and do my Zoom workout class. But it's like, wait, I'm like forgetting why, even though you're reading the news, it's just like such a weird sensation. Like, oh yeah, but that's happening like everywhere else. It's not here with me. And it's really made me realize having had it and having been in the middle of it and how, knowing how that feels and like then being feeling a little removed, it's made me understand why some people I think are not taking it as seriously because they feel dissociated and they feel like it's not really impacting them. Yeah. It's also so much more unpleasant to do the work of wrapping your mind around the pandemic if you're not being forced to, right? You're sort of saying like where you are, it's fairly easy to, you know, go out and walk and do things that make you feel normal without these like reminders. So, you know, our brain doesn't like to really grapple with things that are outside of its control, right? Just the idea of just the idea of how uncontrollable our things in our lives really are is super super overwhelming for our brain. That's like the basis of PTSD is like our brain getting a glimpse of how fragile we are, how sometimes things are just so outside of our control. Like that's what trauma is. So our brain, you know, so yeah, I think it totally makes sense. It's really understandable, especially when we're getting really, really mixed messages, I think from leadership, even here in New York, you know, restaurants are open for outside dining. So that means, you know, politicians and leaders are literally telling me it is okay to go outside and eat outside. And yet when I see people doing that here, I feel so anxious and worried and also a little judgmental of those people. So it's totally like these mixed messages, but then, you know, so I'm afraid of people's safety, but then also, oh, well, you know, these restaurants need business to stay open, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, our brain is going to reject it. It's really confusing you know, something, something in this pandemic that like I started struggling with the last, this last week, and this connects back to sort of Instagram a little bit, just this last week was really feeling uh, uh, like pandemic body shaming, you know, vibe. I think I'd been really lucky or maybe just in denial. I think for most of these months, I've been pretty content, pretty, who cares what size my body is? Who cares? Like, I'm going to work out for me. I love doing 
summer classes. This is fine. And then just whatever it is recently, I think it's an increase in these targeted ads. Thanks, Instagram. But I've started thinking, maybe I should try something different. You know, would that make me look different? Or, you know, like just the little thoughts creeping in. That's that's been a bummer. But also it's like, you know, you notice them. So, but you don't have to take them in or engage with them. But that was something I've, I've been noticing is like the pandemic's been building up for me. Yeah. I mean, well, cause I think, I mean, I'm not a therapist, Caitlin is, but just speaking to that level of control and like, we've talked about this so many times, but like when I personally had the biggest food issues or like I'm working out in excess, not in a healthy way. Um, it's been during like traumatic times in my life. I, and I, I I personally can go either way where like, I'm just like, I'm eating for stress and like, I'm not eating to, I'm not listening to my hunger cues or whatever, you know, I'm eating for stress and, uh, and I gain weight and then immediately I like panic and then I try and control that situation um, by being unhealthy about it. And I'm saying I like, this is like in the past, like one of the most traumatic events in my life. Like I think I lost like 40 pounds, um, not from like depression, even from I'm going to control this and this is how I'm going to do it. (laughs) But like right now, everything feels so out of control, even where you live. I mean, if you, especially if you're in an urban environment, I like, I don't know if this is the case. I mean, maybe it is the case for, you know, for the rest of America, I can't, I can't speak to that as much, but especially in an urban area where a lot of people rent, I don't even know when I'm going to be able to come back to the city when that's going to be like mentally healthy for me. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm going to live alone. I don't know if I would like would be okay alone. And like, I, you know, I'm lucky enough that my lease ended and I kind of got kicked out of my apartment. So, but like, you know, a lot of people are still there in the midst of that. And it's like, yeah, you just feel completely out of control. Like, I can't make plans five minutes from now, let alone in 12 months, because we just don't know what it's going to look like. And I think it's so easy for that to start manifesting in, oh, well, I'm just going to eat a little less or, um, oh, well, I, you know, I need to start working out because I want to look a certain way. And then there's also this, this like weird thing that people kind of allude to in a joking way, like oh, when the world opens back up and you can go back outside, like you're going to, you want to look different or something. It's almost like you're in a weird rehab. You know what I mean? Like you're at camp and you're going to come back as the hot girl next summer. like that. <laughs> like, like you got tits. Like that's, that's kind of what, that's like the vibe sometimes with a lot of the messaging, like get hot now because, you know, in a year you could be different and you could surprise people with the way you look and you could be hot then. Oh, oh, true. (laughs) LOL. Like you're going to come back next summer as the hot girl in camp with tits. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like that is like, that is the vibe. And like, that's always, it's like, so I'm always like, why do I care about this? Like, why is this something that I, even though I mentally have been doing a podcast for a year and a half to talk about not these things to, you know, talk myself out of it. I'm like, why is that a thing that like we all strive to? Because Maury has 800 episodes of, I used to be a nerd, but now I'm hot. That kind of thing. 
but it's such a societal thing that we all like looking better is gonna make people want us more I guess is the but like and they really they sell you on it like I mean all workout places right now and like everything on Etsy if you look up any fitness stuff on Etsy right now it's like quarantine I don't like <laughs> I'm trying to think of a pun <laughs> I can't think of any. I don't know, like quarantoning. That's one that I saw yesterday. It's like, what are the implications of quarantoning? Okay, I'm getting toned. I'm getting hot. And then when the world opens back up again, I'm going to be hot. And it's like, well, yeah, why are we focusing on these messages when, like, we should really be focusing on, like, are you okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> are you mentally okay right now? Because I don't think a lot of us are. Um, <laughs> and focusing on, like, getting thin is not going to solve the fact that you have a shit ton of built-up trauma from whatever's going on right now, you know? Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. I, I agree with that so hard. And I hope for people listening, there's things about this that's resonating with you. You know, if you notice yourself feeling these pressures, you're not alone, you know, and it's absolutely valid to work on, you know, deprogramming ourselves from like feeling this pressure, right? It's so helpful for me to just get off of my chest and like talk a little bit about some of those, yeah, like quarantoning pressures I've been feeling this last week because really for so much of this pandemic being, you know, an intuitive eater or a mostly intuitive eater, you know, and being health at every size has been so healthy and good for me because it, it really allowed me to sort of step out of that cycle in this country of, well, you always have to be self-improving somehow and it has to be visual, like what you're talking about, Megan. Mm. Have you have to look hot after quarantine. That's the expectation. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you just waste so much time. And, you know, when I used to be a person who at every moment of like movement had to be towards burning calories. So I would get thinner. I just lost out on so much. Like something I've been doing a lot more of recently is meditating. And I honestly think it was one of the things that was hard for me with meditation in the past is I think there was a part of me that was like, well, if I'm going to sit for 20 minutes, couldn't I be working out instead? By giving myself, mission to just sit for 20 minutes, I've been noticing, or like, you know, 10 or to between 10 and 20, I've been noticing such increased benefits in my mental health. The last few days have been some rough mental health days, but, you know, I was really, really noticing a difference. And again, that just speaks to how much time and energy (laughs) we waste thinking about thinking and like wanting to get hot. When like we're already hot and beautiful and worthy, you know, and like all bodies are good bodies and like we want to take care of our bodies so that we live pain free and we live with less stress and we're more present for the people in our lives, you know, Yeah, our friends don't lose or gain like 15, 20, 40 pounds, you know? Right. Yeah. How do you treat me? That's all that I think about with my friend. I've never been like, oh, I like her more now because she's fit. 
<laughs> imagine also if you are that person who's saying that like okay bye don't come to me don't be in my life but like yeah nobody's thinking that I don't but it's also just so important like those targeted ads like it's so important to know that people are working with psychologists to figure out how to break you down and get you to buy something or like get yeah like I mean I I've worked in like integrated marketing and like advertising and like every advertiser has uh I, I don't know what it's called where it's like the the ideal customer who is our like for Lululemon. I remember it was ocean because Lululemon is fucking psychotic, but yeah, like you have this person and it's like, what are, what drives them? Like, why are you psychologically breaking down? What drives someone, what their fears are? Oh, because we can play into that to get you to buy something. That is what's going on here. And that's why, and you we're bombarded with those messages constantly. So it's not just like your brain coming up with these things because when you're at your resting state of like, like comfortability, I don't think anyone's thinking I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat, you know, I don't know what it's, what a mess, what a mess. <laughs> what a GD mess. <laughs> well, speaking of things that aren't a mess and also speaking of our ideal I don't know, target audience or like customers. <laughs> Speaking of all of that and our frustrations with that, we have a, a giveaway or a promotion and we're hoping that it's not gross like Lulu Met Lemon, but fun and cool. And we'll get people excited about winning something like kind of cool. Yeah, we like we really want people to engage with us on social because because we want more people to listen and we want more takes. Like, uh, oh, I was gonna say this before we even brought this up that right now I think because we're at home and the options are so limited. Literally, if you listen to this podcast and you're like, I really want them to try this or like I've always wanted to try this, please send it to us, DM it to us. We will do it. We like we're out of ideas. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But like, you know, I like, I think we're both very open to like trying new stuff right now, especially because we have, what else do we have to effing do? But yes, so that, and we want to engage more people so that we can like, you know, serve the people. But yes, I ordered leggings from this company, Girlfriend Collective, and I, you know, they don't pay us or anything. I literally just ordered it and I loved their like mission and their um, MO and their, Customer service is actually really good because they ordered a pair that, what I would say is size up. I ordered a pair that fit, but like they're a little taut. If you like your leggings, like sucking you in, um, like while you're working out, cause it makes you feel like, oh, have support. But I like usually like to like lounge around in my leggings and then work out. So I like them to be a little more loose. So definitely size up if that's the case. But yes, we're um, giving away a $25 gift card to Girlfriend Collective and they make eco-conscious and ethical leggings and bras and underwear and everything out of uh, water bottles, which is super cool. Yeah, again, they don't even know we're doing this. They don't pay us. But uh, yeah, follow us and then tag someone in the comments who then hopefully will follow us and tag someone else. And that's how you can win $25. Yeah. And yeah, I want to just piggyback. We're definitely looking to get better at like reaching out to people on social. I know for me, I think it's just been 
being shy, social media is overwhelming and difficult to navigate. But like, I think it can also be really fun and obviously can be used in like a really positive way. So just wanting to get more into that. Yeah, for sure. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Um, It's just the two of us. So I feel honored that you, if you made it to the end, that you listened to us without a guest. Um, Yeah, you know, and until next time, don't forget to keep working it out. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.